hearts, Lord, those darkest areas and the darkest corners that we keep hidden, that we keep hidden in, Lord, this morning. We want to come out into the light, Lord. We want you to shine your light upon all of those things this morning, Lord. Investigate the deepest parts of us this morning, Father. We thank you that you are good no matter what. We thank you that you are a good, good Father no matter what our circumstances are this morning. Father, we thank you that, that you're going to do a good work today, that you have a good work for us today. And Lord, we just want to lift you up in Jesus' name. Everybody said Amen. 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 So just go ahead and greet each other for just a couple of minutes. I'd like to turn you to come up. Telling them 
I came to do something new. I'm changing everything. Right? The title of my message this morning is, I Don't Feel God's Generosity. And I think that we've all gone through, through that before. Where I believe, and, and we spoke about God's generosity last Sunday, how God is so generous, and God is a good God, and how we can be good to others. But what if I don't feel God's generosity in my life? Maybe you're going through something like that this morning, where you don't feel, you just, you just feel, you know, the, the whole pandemic, and nothing's going good, maybe in your life, in, in your marriage, relationships, your job, your health. You just don't feel God's generosity. Right? So, have, have any of you ever gone maybe to like a steakhouse and ordered a steak and and maybe you ordered it medium rare and when it came to the table, it was medium or maybe even burnt? And you're like, that's not what I ordered? Right? Or gone to a restaurant and you ordered something and, and it looks good, but that's not what you ordered? The other day, I, I, I was leaving work, and it was, it was, it was, it was a hard day, and uh, I was tired, and I was going driving home, and I was hungry, and I was like, you know what? I deserve a good burger. I'm eating a burger. Double meat, large fries, large Coke. I'm going to stop by, and I'm going to get myself a burger, right? So I go through the drive-thru, and I order this burger, double meat. You know, I want bacon on it, large fries, large coke. I'm driving home with my with my burger, you know, I'm excited, I get home, and I don't get the burger out of the bag, I like tear the bag open, right? I tear the bag, I lay it out, I, you know, I lay everything out, I unwrap the burger, and it's a chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's not what I ordered. It's not what I ordered. I was bummed. What about a life? Maybe you were praying, God, give me this job. I hate this job. I want this job. I want this job. You got, you get the job, but it's not the career that God promised you. And then, God, this is not what I ordered. This is not what, what I asked you. Maybe you're not hearing me right. Maybe he's not answering my prayers. God is not generous with me. He forgot about me. Maybe your relationship. I, I, I remember several years ago, I fell in love, and I was like mad in love, right? I, I, I saw this girl, and it was like love at first sight, right? And I was like, I think that night I went home and I started working out that night. <laughs> you know, so I was I was praying, I was like fasting, I was just doing everything. I was like, God, wow, that girl looks like the future of Mrs. Espinosa, you know? And so I was praying and asking and asking, and fast forward a couple of years later, and I'm like, God, that's not what I asked. That's not what I ordered. What happened? You know? How many times in life do we go through something like that where we're asking God for something and either it hasn't come yet, that promise hasn't come to pass, 
Or it's like it, but it's not quite what I ordered. It's not quite what I asked. Have any of you gone through that before? Yeah. So, I have with me this really cool wineskin, right? And uh, it was ordered online through Amazon. Uh, brand new wineskin. There's still this company in Spain that makes wineskins, right? So I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. I, maybe I can use it for teaching one day, you know. And so uh, going over the, the reviews online from this company and, you know, reading about it and, and, and I thought when I received it, you know, oh, cool, you can just start putting wine in it and you can start using it, right? I didn't know. As I was reading some more, I was reading that, that you have to condition it first. You have to prepare it before you can put wine, come on, you know, in it. And, and so, check it out. These are, these, are, these are the steps to condition this wine skin, right? So step number one, leave it out in the sun for several hours. It's out in the sun, right? The sun, what it does, it has this, this solution inside that's going to kind of melt it and it's going to spread out on the inside and it's going to stop it from leaking. But it's also going to soften it, right? It, it, the sun works on it. It's going to break it down on the inside. Right? So you have to leave it out there for several hours. Step number two. Pick it up. Open it. Wind it up. Spread it out a little bit, and you blow air in it. Blow air on it, close it up, and leave it out for at least a day with air in it. You're asking yourself, okay, where's the wine? Right? It's been several hours now. Step number three. Open it, fill with water, and leave it out for a minimum three to four days with water. Okay, God, where's the wine? Right? Leave it out for three to four days with water. Step number four, pour the water out, fill it with cheap wine. Not the good wine, but fill it with cheap wine. And leave it for a minimum of seven days with cheap wine. And someone asked, um, uh, oh, and then pour it out and it's ready to, you can put in the, the good wine after the seven days. And reading the reviews, someone asked the company, you know, how often do I have to recondition my wine skin? And the, the company replied, they said, every time you use it and you put it away, you have to go through these steps all over again. And this guy said, well, I've had my Watson for like 30 years, but it's still leaking. And the company replied, the company's not a Christian company, but the company replied, and they said, I think there's a reference in the Bible about not putting in new wine and old wineskins. You're going to have to use new wine, purchase new wineskin, right? And so I was kind of bummed out. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm getting ready for this message, right? And I'm like, God, are you saying that you can't use me anymore? You got to use 
someone you? That's not what this is saying. What it's saying is that every time you want to use it, you have to prepare it. Anytime you ask God, God use me, God take me to another level, God do something new in my relationship, in my home, God's going to prepare you. Right? So, here you are. It's Sunday. Right? I feel you move. You move the mountains. And I believe. I see you do it again. And we're praising. And we're worshiping. You know, and God, thank you. And, and God, do, I ask you for my marriage. Lord, God, do something good in my marriage. Bring, bring up the fire back in my marriage. And then midweek, Sunday. Nuclear bomb goes off at, at home. And World War III starts at your home. And you're like, God, this is not what I asked you on Sunday. I asked you to take my marriage to a new level. Bring the sparks back. Or, or, or help me find that job. Boom, there you are. The sun. Right? And we're like, God, this is not what I ordered. I don't fear your generosity. But what God is saying is that what I have to do first, I have to prepare you. I have to burn away that junk, burn away the past, so I can prepare you for what you asked me. Right? And then you're here, you're here, you're here on Sunday, you're here at church, and you're listening to good word and, 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 and preachings in your car, and you're praising praise and worship uh, in your in your house, and, 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 and you're just asking week and week and week for, for something, for blessings. And, 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 and you just don't see nothing happening, right? But you feel the presence of God. You're here at church and you feel his presence, but you still don't see nothing happening. Right? God is blowing into you. God is blowing His presence. And God wants to know if you're okay just being in His presence. Even if you're not at your promise yet. Are you going to be faithful? Even when you're not where you well, you're not living your blessing? God wants to know, God wants to know, are you okay just being in His presence? And if He can trust you with His presence, then He can trust you with His blessings. And then the water. You fill this up with water. And sometimes in life, we feel like we're just drowning, right? Like we're underwater. And we're just drowning. But really, what God wants to do is He's still preparing you. And he wants to wash away all your sins. And the last one, the cheap wine. Right? The cheap wine. This is the part that frustrates me the most. Because the cheap wine is wine, but it's not quite what you asked for, right? It's not what you ordered. Right? Do you want to know why you got to put in the cheap wine first? 
and leave it for seven days with cheap wine? The reason why you gotta put the cheap wine in first is that cheap wine, it absorbs all the bad taste that it has inside. It's gonna absorb the taste of the skin of the solution that it has inside so it doesn't, it doesn't leak. It just sucks it up, sucks it up. And so many times in life, we get frustrated or we just give up because God, I asked you for this job, but it's not the career that I asked for. God is saying, don't get frustrated because the good wine is coming. Don't give up. Don't give up. I've seen so many times where people just give up at their jobs, maybe their marriage, maybe they just give up on God because they got stuck on the cheap wine thinking, that's it, this is the best. This is all I'm going to get. Friends, don't get, don't get frustrated on the cheap wine because the good wine is coming. In other words, you're asking God, God for this relationship. And it's the relationship, but it's not quite what you asked. I was asking for a double meat burger. I got a chicken sandwich. It was not quite what I ordered, right? God, okay, I have a car. I got a roof over my head, but it's not the house that you promised me. It's the cheap one. God wants to know, are you going to be faithful in small beginnings? Are you going to be faithful, you know, when you're just starting out? Are you going to be faithful with that job that pays maybe minimum wage? Are you going to serve him for the blessings that he gives you? Or are you going to serve him for who he is? Come on. So, God wants to give you more. God wants to give you that good wine. And he has that good wine for you. We just got to be patient. God is a generous God. God is a generous God. And how often do I have to recondition my wine skin? Every time I want to use it. So every time you ask him, God, take me to take me to the new level. Take my ministry to a new level. Take my relationship to a new level. God, I, I, I need to find another job. Help me with another job. God, that dream home. God's going to say, okay, let's prepare you. Boom, the sun. We don't like it, it burns. Water, cheap wine, and we feel that God's not generous with us. Right? God, that's not what I ordered. You're not being generous with me. And sometimes we look at other people and it looks like they have it all, but you know what that person's gone through to be where they're at. So yeah, God is a generous God, but He's going to prepare you first. What good is it to have that career if it's going to drive you crazy and you're not ready for it? What good is it to be in that dream home if you're just going to be frustrated and you can't even pay it? Those blessings are not just going to fall. God's going to prepare you for it first. So, 
process with God where He's preparing you. And you're like, okay, God, I'm just going to give you full control. And I'm going to let you prepare me and do what you want to do with my life. And you're okay with this blessings. You're okay with this, just being in this presence. Doesn't matter if you're not where you asked to be, right? What happens is that you start producing the fruit of God, the fruit of the world, of the Spirit. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far weighs them all. Friends, our troubles, our troubles are achieving glory. When you're in that trouble and you're still glorifying God, when you're out of the sun or filled with water, filled with cheap wine, and you're still like, God, I don't care. All I need is you. Yes. And you're just okay with where you're at. It says in Galatians chapter 5, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's our troubles being glorified. Not our troubles, but when we're in the midst of troubles, we're still glorifying God. The fruits of the Spirit naturally start flowing out. And that is what this world needs more than anything, especially nowadays. This world needs more kindness. It needs more love. It needs people like you and me. Going out to work, anywhere you go nowadays, everybody's just so tense. And when you're in the midst of troubles, and, and, and the fruit of the Spirit starts flowing out of you, kindness, patience, love, that's what this world needs. That's what this world needs. The good wine is not just a blessing. But also when you look more like Jesus. The good wine is not, I'm going to say it again, the good wine is not just the blessings, but it's also when you look more like Jesus. Friends, it might not be what you ordered, it may not be what you asked for, but at the end, it's going to be a lot more than you asked and dreamed of. Amen? Amen. You believe that this word this morning? Yes. Amen. I invite you to just close your eyes for a minute. Maybe, maybe you're here this morning or you're listening online and you're like, man, I feel like I'm out of the sun. 
Maybe you feel like, yeah, I, 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 I got a job, but it's not what you promised me, God. I got a roof over my head, but I believe you have much more than me, much more for me. Maybe you're in the stage where you have the cheap wine. It's wine, but it's not quite what you asked for. And maybe you're here today or you're listening and you just you just don't feel God's generosity. And you're like, yeah, I, I like listening about how generous God is, but I don't feel it in my life. Maybe I don't see it in my life and you're losing hope. I just want to tell you this morning, God is a generous God. God hasn't forgotten about you. He knows even the secret desires of your heart. And He doesn't just want to give you all His blessings. But He wants you to look like Jesus as well. Because this world needs people full of love and kindness and joy. Father God, I ask you for everyone listening to my voice this morning, Father, that whatever stage of life they're in right now, that this, this word that you've deposited today, Father God, that it just be confirmation that you haven't forgotten about them. That you're still listening to their prayers. That you're still with them. Your presence is with them. Father God, just reassure them today that you are still there, that you are listening to every prayer, that you even know their secret desires. Father God, help us through our process as you prepare us. Lord God, we give you thanks for the blessings. Father God, I ask you that you open the windows of heaven and you pour down your blessings on each and every one of us. And Lord God, we also ask you for our hearts. Lord God, that we look more and more like Jesus every day, not just so we can be at peace, not just for ourselves, Father God, for, but for those around us, for, for this world, Father God, that needs more of Jesus, that needs more love, more kindness, more patience. Lord God, that we be the example. That we be, Father God, the proof that there are still good people in this world. Lord God, I give you thanks. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Father God, thank you. Because at the end of it all, Father God, it will be much more than what we ask. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You believe that this morning? Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you guys. Rudy Smith.